Welcome to episode number 28 of Gears and Beers, the live portion of the Live Short Live Free podcast, where we talk about gear we love, gear we hate, gun industry news, and whatever other tangents we happen to find ourselves on. Tonight, we're going to be talking about a man being sued by the county for telling them they're breaking the law, the mute, suppre- mute suppressor, EDC belts, and uh, of course, the new segment, Don't Carry That Shit, which is a good one this time around. Our panel tonight is made up of, as always, Mr. Johnson and Sam, the owner of Shyworks, and I am your host, Box. This show is sponsored by Shyworks, Iowa's preferred Cerakote applicator, and ballistic imagery, photography, and videography. Sam, how about you tell us a little bit about what Shyworks has been working on lately? Um, yeah, I've actually just been playing catch up. I'm way behind on projects, but, uh, we are, um, Iowa's customer preferred Cerakote applicator certified, uh, by, by Cerakote. And, um, basically we specialize in, uh, crazy themed builds, camos, uh, all sorts of crazy, whatever, whatever you can think of. I pride myself on, if you bring me something, if you bring me an idea, I pride myself on, on making it work um, and coming up with some crazy design that, that you're going to love. Um, we also offered laser magazines and uh, NFA engraving, um, la- other laser work. Um, if you go and check out shyworks.com, you can use first 10 for the coupon code. That'll get you 10% off your first uh, order off of the website. So yeah, go check it out. All righty. Yeah. Be sure to check out shyworks at shyworks.com. And also our second sponsor, Ballistic Imagery, on top of offering professional photography and videography for your business or otherwise, is also offering a deal that you will find nowhere else but here on the Gears and Beers podcast. For tonight only, until midnight, grab this wall art right here that you see on your screen at a discount of 20% by entering Gears and Beers at checkout at BallisticImagery.com. And it is actually already discounted because it's a new, also a new arrival on the website. So you get a, a, a 25% discount on this. This is, I, I got into some macro stuff really uh, recently, you know, just been fiddling around with that. That's actually the head stamp on the 223 on a federal round, which is a brand new one. If you would guess, which That's looks pretty, sweet. pretty uh, dirty. Didn't look how I would expect it to when I get so zoomed in on it. Yeah. Anyways, also, if you would like a chance to win some stickers, uh, because who doesn't love stickers, then uh, share the feed, and we're going to do something a little different this time. Instead of just commenting that you shared it, tag two, fr- two of your friends in the comments, and at the end of the show, we're going to go ahead and pick a winner for, uh, for some stickers. And as yeah. always, I guess, if we get... Oh, you're going to give away that coin, I guess, if we reach our if goal of... If we get to 20 shares, yeah. If we get to 20 shares, then we're going to go ahead and give away that Life Short Live Free coin. Got Life Short Live Free logo on one side and Gears and Beers on the other side. Eventually, these coins may be used for something. (laughs) We're not entirely sure what they're going to be used for, but they're going to be for something. Anyways, okay. We're done with the formalities. That's, That's all done for. You guys might know, might have noticed we do have one extra member on here tonight. That member is the man that is being sued by the county, and he is Mr. J.D. Thompson. How are you doing, J.D.? Well, other than being sued, I'm doing great. 
<laughs> no, in- interesting. I suppose that would. I suppose that would, you know, play a factor. <laughs> when you've done nothing wrong and you get sued, it's it's kind of eye opening. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> so, do we just jump right into this? Uh, are we gonna maybe bullshit a little bit? I, I can't really come up with a good segue between the introduction to the first subject here. Do well, we just I, jump right in? I think we should just dive right in and kind of let him explain um, what exactly happened and and why he uh, why he's going through this right now and kind of go from there, I guess. Yeah. All right. Sounds good, Mike. Uh, or Mike, <laughs> not Mike. JD. <laughs> uh, so JD here is is being sued by Monroe County in Iowa, and um, it's kind of ridiculous. JD, what it, what really happened? Let's just Start from the beginning. Well, I was at a Second Amendment rally a couple years ago and got involved with a group called Iowa Firearms Coalition. Um, Really great group here in Iowa. They do a lot of uh, fighting for our Second Amendment rights, trying to get the the rules and regulations fixed and right. And basically, they, they care about the Second Amendment and anybody's rights in Iowa. And... I was talking with a couple of their members and I brought up the point of, it was kind of funny. I could carry my firearm in the state Capitol, but I couldn't carry it in my local courthouse. And they asked me what I meant. And I told them and they're like, they, they can't do that. And I asked why. And they said, well, last year we, you know, it's been a rule for a long time, but, or no, it was this year when they told me not this year, but the, the year we were talking about, but anyways, um, they had made the rule that counties can't make a law that it supersedes the state's rules. So the only way a local courthouse can have no firearms allowed in their buildings is if they have a security guard and a metal detector at every entrance that a public area has. And if the courthouse is solely used for court purposes only, then it can be firearms free without those precautions. But if there's any public, even a restroom, a water fountain, anything, they have to allow firearms on the premises. So I thought that was kind of funny. And I went up and talked to the board of supervisors and, and they said that they'd never heard of that. So I went home and did some research and some of the guys in my group had, had done some of this themselves. And they gave me all the, the codes in the Iowa chapter of what I was talking about. And I wrote a real nice letter, handed it to my board of supervisors and they kind of laughed at me and said, well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. Two or three weeks go by and nothing was really done. So I took another letter up and handed it to them personally. And they, they laughed at me and said, we talked about this and I'm wrong that they don't have to take the stickers down that it's, this is how it is. And I told them that's fine. I'm going to take, my letter, the same letter I had in my hand and take it to our local newspaper and write a letter to the editor and explain to them what they're doing wrong. They said, have at it. And this was uh, December 15th of last year, roughly. And I did that and the, the newspaper ran the article and I never heard anything about it for a while. Uh, about a month goes by and I get a letter from the county attorney stating that they had a board of supervisors and city council meeting and they wished I'd have been there and we could have discussed the issue. And they basically decided I was wrong. He's right. Basically kick rocks and go down the road. I was never notified of the meeting they were having. I didn't even know it existed or else I'd have went. 
and I, I thought that was going to be the end of it. So I kind of gave up. Uh, roll around to roughly February 25th. We're at the Second Amendment Day rally at the state capitol with IFC, Brownells, and uh, several other organizations. And I'm up there having a ball and, and we're trying to get the constitutional carry. You know, we're talking about it up there and, and trying to let our legislatures know that we really want this. And I'm on my way home and my wife calls me and goes, what did you do? And I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, well, the sheriff was just here and they are serving you papers. I'm like, well, what's the paper say? She's like, well, they wouldn't give them to me, which makes no sense because she's my wife. So I'm driving home trying to figure out what, what I did wrong or what I could have done. And I went to the local police station and the deputy handed me the paper. I'm like, what did I do? And he's like, I really don't know. I read it and I'm not sure. And I read it and that's when I saw myself and IFC were named as defendants by our county. And they were suing me for writing the letter to the editor to prove them wrong. And in this court document, they released my name, my address, the fact that I carry a firearm, the fact that I own firearms, which they can't do because four yeah, years ago that was made a law. That's illegal. And they basically said, we're going to sue you because you challenge our authority and you're wrong. And you're going to pay our county attorney his fees to sue you. Jeez. So is, to me, that is just like the most childish thing I've ever seen. Like you tattled on us. Oh my gosh, we're suing you. You know, let's, it's so unbelievable that they would, you know, as, as far as, you know, calling somebody out on, on their wrongdoing, they can't, the fact that they can't, you know, as a county, as a board of supervisors for a county to be able to own up and actually, you know, say, Hey, maybe we are wrong and we need to actually look at this to just basically laugh at you and then get mad when you bring it to the public's eye and just say, well, fine, we're going to sue you then. It's like, that is the most childish thing for a, a county of itself, you know, to do. I can't believe that. What exactly, I mean, how, what are they even suing you for? Like you didn't, you didn't do anything wrong. You didn't break any law. You didn't basic, you didn't even really inconvenience them. Like what, how, how do they have any standing to sue you for anything? Uh, give me one second and I'll read exactly. Yeah, that's, I don't understand how, yeah, on what grounds, basically. I've been trying to figure that out ever since I read this story is, <laughs> hey, you asked us the question. Yeah. Right. You told, you told us we were wrong. They're, so. they're, su they're suing me for a petition for declaratory judgment, which basically means he wants to go in front of a judge and the judge to either say he's right or I'm right. Okay. And it, it says okay. Monroe County versus me, well, Iowa Firearms Coalition and John Thompson. Monroe County is a political subsidy of the state of Iowa, the principal, the courthouse, Bennett, and blah, blah, blah. Iowa, Iowa Firearms Coalition petitioned or established. Uh, the law with the state and the legislatures and the attorneys for the Iowa Firearms Coalition. Um, so that's why, that's why IFC is included too, because they helped to get the, the specific yeah. law passed. I, I put in my letter that they quoted, or I quoted them as getting this law passed and it fixed, <laughs> um, basically. 
Oh my god! And I, I mean, it's basically they're saying the Monroe County Courthouse is used for courtroom purposes on every floor. Therefore, they don't have to allow firearms because there's a court, something to do with the court on every floor, be it the magistrate, um, the clerk of courts, or the, the courtroom itself. Right. Okay. And which I don't they're they're telling they're telling me that it would cause a hardship on the county that it would cost relative to roughly three hundred thousand dollars a year to provide the proper security and metal detectors with to put in the you know the courthouse to make it to where they could keep their stickers up. Or you could just take down your fucking stickers. And it cost you zero dollars. <laughs> but right. that and that's that's what they're you know, they're saying we we can't do this because we can't afford it. So the stickers are staying, but we're not going to so, take them down. And what I guess I don't understand is how can they argue that, hey, we don't actually have to follow those. But here's the reasons we can't because it's too expensive. Not not just, hey, we don't have to because we don't fit those guidelines because this is a courthouse on every floor. So it's only used for court. So we don't have to follow those laws. If you truly believed that that was justification enough that you didn't have to follow those rules, then why do you also have to explain, oh, it's going to cost us a bunch of money to change this? Like, why even bring that point up if you truly feel that you you meet the criteria of not having to follow that? And see, every floor in our courthouse has either the clerk or the treasurer or, you know, the, the zoning permit area. So it's not all solely used for court purposes. Yeah, do you go do you go there to register your vehicle every year? Yep. Yeah. Or pay your so, taxes or or register your boat or anything. Right. So that's not a courtroom purpose. Yep. Like that they know their argument holds no water. I'm pretty sure they were hoping you would just flake off. But well, I wasn't gonna go any farther. I, I wrote the letter and I I had kind of let it go and I was gonna wait until you know, I, I got with the other guys and figured out what I should do next. And that's when I got served. So, I mean, they, they initiated this process by suing me. Yeah. And, and from what I've understood, some people are saying, well, they're not really suing you for anything. They're just wanting to get this in a judgment. I'm like, no, I'm, it says right in the, the paper that I'm liable for the attorney's fees. Yeah, so they're suing me for money. Fee. No, I've heard, I've heard it could be anywhere from 20 to $30,000 I'm on the hook for if we went to court and it took a little bit of time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I found uh, this past year, I found myself, uh, I found out that lawyers are not cheap. Um, and just, especially for like, you know, just an individual for what the scariest thing about this is the government that is supposed to represent you, that is supposed to protect you when you, just ask them a simple question that they would respond in such a way that this is this is an attack on well your first amendment rights your second amendment rights i mean th this to me is the it's I, i'm baffled it just it's 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 ridiculous to me that that a, a government um, would do this to one of their own citizens um so my question is Obviously, you're just a you're just a citizen. Do you, has any organization um, stepped up to the plate and say, "Hey, we're going to help you out"? Or are you just completely footing this this whole bill on your by yourself at this point? 
Oh no, Iowa Firearms Coalition stepped right in and, and instantly told me we're going to do whatever we can to help you. Um, they they found me some attorneys that I could use, and beings were both being sued. We're kind of joint plaintiffs. Okay. Um, so I mean, we're both being served. They the the paperwork basically said the reason they named me in the lawsuit was so they could keep the lawsuit in Monroe County, which I I don't understand what that means, but. Okay. I don't think, you know, the, the county attorney can't judge his own ruling, so. Right. Hmm. Is there a way to, to donate to help um, you and IFC at this point? Yeah. Um, IowaFC.org is the Iowa Firearms Coalition's website. All the money that they get goes to helping, you know, fight for the, the rights. It's a completely nonprofit organization. Everybody that works for it and does it does it for free and uh, you could donate straight to them you could become a member which helps out tremendously um anybody that wants to be active in iowa join the ifc and start coming to the rallies it's an amazing group of people uh the last one we were out there in february when i got served brownells was there um there was a couple other businesses there i mean it's you're going to meet a lot of really interesting people here a lot of really cool stories about them and you're going to show people that you really care about your, your state. And if, you know, if you're in another state and there's something similar to this, join them. There's a lot of, there's a lot of organizations that really, they, they like to get your money, but they spend very little of it on what you're giving it to them for. They pay themselves or they, they kind of waste it on other stuff. But IFC, every dime goes to, to helping the second amendment and helping Iowa shooters. Yep. Yep, absolutely. If you're um, somehow not aware at this point, uh, Iowa did just recently pass constitutional carry, and IFC is a big reason for that, a very big reason for that happening, just just so you know. Yep, we, they, have we, been, they have been the organization pushing everything for the last uh, 10, 11 years. Um, so I, I'm a member myself. You should definitely go and join. Um, donate and join if you can. Um, just to help out JD and, and, and the, the rest of the state of Iowa, actually, uh, Iowa firearms coalitions does fantastic work. So. Yeah, they're, they, they go to the legislatures and, you know, they, they help word the bills to get them to pass. Uh, the legislatures that we, that work with us are amazing. They, they really care about our rights and they're, they're there fighting tooth and nail, just like the IFC. And we need more and more people to stand up because, the longer you're quiet, the more rights you lose. And if, if we lose the first amendment, we lose them all. If we lose the second amendment, we lose them all. I mean, nope. th those two go hand in hand without one. You can't have the other. Yep. Absolutely. And, and our government right now is, is coming after us hand over fist, trying to, trying to stifle us from having our constitutional rights. And oh, it's clearly, scary times I mean, in, in your case, even, you know, that's, that's, proof in the pudding right here in Iowa. Um, basically, you know, and reading a few of these uh, comments on the live here, Nathan says, think about the message this sends, you know, don't, uh, don't petition or question us, or we're going to sue you out of existence. You know, that's kind of, that's pretty telling of kind of how, how even local government is, is becoming um, with, you know, and that's how I feel. I feel like they thought they were going to hit me with this. If I didn't reply, I was liable. If I replied, I was liable. 
if it wouldn't have been for the IFC being named in it, I would have been screwed. I wouldn't yeah. know. I wouldn't have known who to go to or who to help. And luckily, within you know a few hours of this happening, people got in touch with me and said, "Don't worry, you know you're going to be all right." I was worried I was going to lose my house and everything because yeah. I mean, I I don't have thirty thousand or even twenty thousand dollars to lay around to, to pay a bill, you know, yeah. in the off chance I lose. Yep. Yeah, and the, and. I mean, to me, this is a pretty cut and dried. This this is not a complicated case. To me, you should be able to go there, say, "Hey, this is what happened and what's happening," and the judge should say, "Hey, you guys are a bunch of idiots. You you lose, you know." Yeah. But that's not that's not always the way that it is anymore. Like, there's so many um, activist judges that say he doesn't like the second amendment and he he's not a fan and he just wants to, he wants to make an example out of whoever, you know, and that's, that, that's terrifying. Um, but I'm glad that IFC is, 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 is there kind of helping you along too. So um, hopefully, hopefully this goes into the hand of a judge. That's, that's not a total dill hole and, right. and has some respect for the constitution still. So, um, when and, do you have any idea when this is, this is actually going to take place that a hearing of some sort? Uh, my County went kind of silent instantly once we serve them. <laughs> um, I know they have their, they have lawyers representing them now out of Iowa city. Mm -hmm. So I haven't heard anything other than they're probably going to double down and come after us more. So when you say you serve them, you guys are countersuing them, correct? Yes. The law office of Hagnow and Gustav out of Des Moines um, instantly stepped up and said, we're here for you. What do you need? We're, we're not going to make you put a bunch of money down. We're, you're in the right. We're going to fight for you. And we countersued them for violating my civil rights, my First Amendment, Second Amendment, and by posting all my information online and in the paper. So those are three huge things they cannot do. Oh, yeah. And, and what people need to realize is if, if your local courthouse has these stickers up, they're violating the law. They're not allowed to have them. And, you know, if you didn't like that, if you went through the same thing and didn't have somebody backing you up, luckily, like I did, you'd be in deep, deep crap. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, I, I care about the law so much. I still won't carry my firearm in there because their stickers are up, even though I know I can't. Right. I, I don't want to take a chance of, you know, scaring somebody or, you know, stepping on toes where it's silly to push an issue like that. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I have the right to do it, but that doesn't give me the right to do it in my eyes. Sure. Well, I mean, you have the right to do it, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's a good idea, you yep. know. It, uh, and, and like you said, pushing an issue, you know, like especially now knowing – uh, the whole situation of the lawsuits um and you know it, I, I definitely don't think it would be a good idea to kind of press the issue and especially going in there being kind of cocky about it like some people would you know that's definitely not a good idea but but you're right i mean it's um it's pretty interest. it's really an interesting situation i think like just like i said in the beginning very childish um, I feel that the board of directors or the board of supervisors, you know, who you were giving, giving the letters to is just obviously, um, a little sensitive and, 
and got the letter and felt that they were, you know, personally being attacked and couldn't handle someone calling them out on something as I feel how that kind of went down, but definitely an interesting situation. Where does, where does your County land politically? Or is there a lot of, a lot of leftists over there or is it middle of the road guys or. It's a mixed wash of people, but our County attorney is a Republican. The guy that's suing me. Huh. Really? My God. two of the two of the board of supervisors like firearms and carry firearms, so I don't know what caused them to come after me like this. I, I don't know if if they were just misinformed Gosh. and they thought they were being right, or yeah, you know, it just doesn't make any sense. And the worst part about it is, if and when I do win, it's just wasting taxpayers' money now. Yep. Yeah. You know they're well, going to pay. They're going to pay a ton for their lawyers. They're going to pay a ton for my lawyers. And then whatever I get, it's crazy. Yeah, that's that's the worst part. Like, I want you, like, this ticks me off. And I want you to take him to the bank, take him to the cleaners, just smack him in the next week. But that's the problem. That all that that's not going to hurt anybody on the, the board of, you know, the board of supervisors. That's just taxpayer money. You know, and the judge may tell them, Hey, you're an idiot. You guys got to pay all this money. And what are they going to do? Mm, oh, well it's taxpayer money. We'll just tax people more. Well, the, the board of supervisors, we sued solely to each one of them is a named defendant. So they have to hire their own attorneys and defend themselves. Good. So they're, they're actually having to put money out of their pockets, not the city's, to defend themselves because That's of good. them violating my constitutional rights by doing this. Good. Um, good. So it's not going to be solely county money, but a, a chunk of it's going to be. And my hopes are that every other county in the state or even a nation, if it makes that much news, realizes we've got to abide by the laws that are set by the people we elect, not because we decide we want them. And and quit picking and choosing what they want to do and just enforce the rules the way it's written. If you don't like it, fight it and get it changed. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's yep. the way our, our country's supposed to work and it, well, it's and, not anymore. And to your previous point of, uh, you know, whether or not they were, they thought they were right and you were wrong or they were, whether or not they were misinformed to take out a lawsuit against someone and and then you know uh, uh, give out their personal information and and you know the fact that you are a firearms owner and you carry firearms to to take it to that level you know even if you are misinformed to take it to that level it just all seems spiteful to me yeah that's, you know? I've, I've i've known all these guys for a long time you know i, I live in a town of probably 5,000 people. We, you damn near know everybody's by their name. And mm -hmm. I, I was shocked when I, I was sued for basically writing a letter, which is just baffling. Astronomical. Yeah, that's crazy, crazy stuff. This day and age, it's not the craziest thing that's happened, but it's right up there. <laughs> yeah, very <laughs> true. Yeah, you are correct. So does yeah. anyone else have any? Oh, you're going to say something? Go ahead, JD. I was just going to say again, you know, anybody that, that wants to help out, please join the IFC. If nothing else, it's, it's $35 a year for a regular member veterans. I believe it's 25 and all the money stays in the state of Iowa and helps promote firearms education and, 
and the rights of us firearm owners. You know, even if you don't conceal and carry, if you go hunting, if you go fishing, you know, if you're an outdoorsman, these guys fight for most of your rights and they work tirelessly for it. And this is, this is the reason they're there. They're, they're here to help us little people when they can. Yep. And they're all volunteers. They don't, they don't take any money home. All that money that the, that all your memberships go and, and are, are paying, not them. They're not going to them. They're just doing it all completely volunteer. So they're a great group of guys. I've met a lot of them personally. So definitely be joining if you, if you can, can, can do it. We just got you, constitutional carry because of these guys, man. Yep. Dang right. And, and contrary to what you'll read on Facebook, you still have to pass a background check to purchase a firearm. That's driving me crazy. All <laughs> oh, these news articles just could not be more wrong about this. I actually, so I, uh, I sent an email to uh, like Chuck Grassley and Joni Ernst on the whole deal. Um, mm -hmm. Just, you know, kind of, Hey, these are the things that we support here in Iowa and we need to, you know, basically trying to get, get it through um, making sure the governor was going to sign it and stuff. And um, I actually got a email from Chuck Grassley saying, Hey, um, despite a myriad of incorrect and ill-informed media, uh, you, you, like always, have to pass a background check to buy a firearm. Like, this has always been a thing. There's a ton of misinformation out there right now. It's spreading like wildfire. So I thought it was, I thought it was really interesting that, that I got an email response from him. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it was obviously a mass email, but kind of to all the people who who had obviously um supported or you know uh were opposed to that i think that email went out to pretty much everyone hey this is the truth of uh, how it works you know um so it's it there are people you know there's still plenty of people in politics that that do want to do want to fight for your your second amendment rights and um I mean, I think they're it's just all shut apparent. down. Yeah, it's becoming pretty apparent. There's a lot of states that are really putting their foot down and saying they're not going to stand for any of this uh, federal nonsense, which big news tomorrow coming out, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Missouri just made a big step. Yeah. And what was that, saying they're not going to abide by any uh, federal laws or what yeah. was it? Yeah. yeah, the the fact that they basically said the feds can kick rocks and this is our state and we have our rules. If you don't like it, oh well. Yep. And, and I'm, I'm I'm very happy that Iowa is slowly and moving in that direction. They're not they're not quite there yet where they just tell the feds to get bent, but we're slowly moving in that freedom direction, and I'm 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 absolutely loving it for sure. And that's where we need more people to come to the Second Amendment Day rallies and show the legislatures that, you know, it's not just a, a couple of people wanting this done. It, it's the majority of people because for some reason, they just don't believe that people honestly care about these rights. Right. It's crazy, but you know, the more people you can get to voice their opinion, the better nowadays because cancel culture is winning and it's scary that the few are starting to overrule the many. Yep. Yep. Um, Mike Tharp says, JD, thank you so much and give them hell. I think that's uh, 
<laughs> that's all of our uh, all of our thoughts at this point. I hope uh, I hope you um, take these jokers to town and um, they get what they deserve. And and this will kind of be a forewarning, you know, to other governments that try to do this this nonsense um, to their citizens. So I'm I'm really hoping it goes your way, and I will I will definitely be keeping um, a close eye on on your case down there. So. I'll keep you informed on anything I hear and I'll definitely keep you guys in the loop as much as I can. And yeah, I really appreciate you guys helping me get my, my word out there. And, you know, anybody that listens, if they live in a town that, that is doing this, please step up and tell them you want it fixed. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And um, absolutely. Check out, I believe it's iowafc.org. We've mentioned yep. it time and time again, iofc.org to get your Iowa Firearms Coalition uh, membership. $35. Is it a year? Yeah. Okay. Yep. $35 a year. And they have several different, there's, I mean, like six to $100 for a lifetime membership as well. There's several different uh, options there that you can choose, but be sure to check out iowafc.org and help support the cause. And if you want to volunteer, they always love more people to come out and help. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Do we have any more questions or does JD have any final thoughts or anybody? I, uh, I pretty much answered all of my questions, I believe. So I'm, I'm good on that. Nobody else. All righty. Um, well, JD, we really appreciate you. Uh, coming on here if you want to hang out and continue to hang out for the rest of the show you're more than welcome to or if you got to take off that's that's fine too um i'm gonna jump off and watch the live stream but again thank you guys so very much for doing this all righty well, absolutely. thank you for thank you very much for being on we appreciate it and uh, appreciate you taking the time and, and telling uh telling your story and yes please keep us in the loop about uh what's going on we will do our best to uh get out that information to to all of our listeners as well so thanks a lot man we'll do gentlemen you all have a wonderful night you too, you too jd you too. thanks okay man. um moving on um how about i just can't i can't freaking believe that <laughs> it's just Hi. it's pretty freaking outrageous ain't it yeah it's ridiculous okay um, well um we could probably bitch about Every time we talk about anything oh. political, we we get oh. stuck on it, and we're like, "Oh, and did you hear about this and this and this?" And we just yeah. keep on right. fucking going. We gotta limit ourselves. We're gonna yeah pump the brakes on this one. So, so what do you want? What do you want to talk about? Box? We're gonna move on to this new mute suppressor, which I thought was kind of interesting. It it looks like your typical Whoa. suppressor i mean it is kind of got a blockier shape than most of them most of them are just mm -hmm. cylinders this looks pretty cool though but the thing about this is i mean we've seen 3d printed suppressors before most of them all the commercially available ones are not they those have been uh what is that some weird fancy type of metal but they're yeah they're 3d printed metal Right. But this is the first commercially available polymer 3D printed suppressor, which I thought really is kind of a game changer. It comes in uh, 22 9mm or 5.56, and it's made out of this proprietary material that they call D28. And they claim its, its temperature will remain 
so mild that you can touch it like right after shooting it because it uses this uses the venturi effect to to mitigate the heat which means like it's pushing heat out the front <clears throat> of it but it's also pulling the cooler air through the uh through the back side of it to help cool it down so the average temperature of this thing is a 97 to 120 degrees fahrenheit even with like fully automatic intense rapid fire and uh you, oh. c- you can get the 22 for uh 350 dollars right now or 400 dollars after early order pricing the nine millimeter is 500 dollars and the 556 is 600 dollars. i guess all of those go go up 50 dollars after the early order pricing i just thought that this is the beginning of something or it could be rather the beginning of something huge 3d printed polymer suppressors this is i mean that's that's a game changer to me yeah yeah once um and i don't know if we want to go down this rabbit hole with the whole ghost gun thing but i'm gonna have ghost suppressors on our hands here um when this when the polymer technology starts getting out there and you know something and a design like this that can be 3d printed and you have a you know a material that'll handle it that's gonna be big how i i have my doubts on it yet i it, it's full auto rated i don't i don't know i didn't see anything that specifically said full auto rated <laughs> I mean, they're still obviously doing testing on it. I think I'm not sure. I guess, I guess if you have, if they have pricing and you can er- order it early, then they pretty much know what's going on with it. I, I I'm just I'm gonna have to see how it compares to like can so like how can it be better than say even aluminum because aluminum is I mean. It's a hard metal, but even aluminum suppressors are basically only, you know, worth a shit for 22 cal. Um, you know, you can get them to work on other things, but they're not, they're not, um, they don't hold up that long. Um, they're not going to last forever. Um, I'm really interested to see whether this is going to be a total joke or if it's actually going to, to. I've seen a look. few people shoot them and they're, seem to be pretty impressed by them they definitely work they're not total bullshit what for well i'm not uh, saying they don't work when it comes to longevity yeah that's that's a tough yeah. thing to say but i th- it's i think this is huge i mean even if it's not a suppressor that can handle thousands of rounds it can be a suppressor a few years down the road that people can print at home for pennies on the dollar and have a usable yeah. high quality suppressor for right, virtually nothing i'm not i'm not knocking it i think it's a good idea and obviously at some point we're gonna have to get there anyways so it's i like i let you guys know me uh, innovation that's awesome right um, yeah fuck you how come I'm, you hate all these other kind of innovation but whenever i bring up anything you're like that's dumb <laughs> I, I I don't I'm 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 curious, man, because I've I've been researching um, suppressors myself, you know, for the last year or so. Um, 
figuring out how to do a you know form one and build my own and everything and i mean there there's a there's a big difference in the materials from a titanium to aluminum you know you buy that aluminum and you it's, it ain't gonna hold up that long yes it's gonna work for a while but you're gonna blow the bejesus out of it so i'm really really interested to see how well this polymer actually holds up and to what what caliber is is it for 22 9 and 556 okay okay yeah i am cautiously optimistic i should say i guess i'm I'm curious to see um how how it actually holds up and is it all i assume it's all it's just a one printed unit just as one there's no core to it and a and a sleeve or anything it's all just printed together as one unit it doesn't come up that i do not know it's got I, I think that I, I feel so like the, the baffles still got to be. I don't know if the baffles are still polymer or not. There's not a whole lot of information know. about it, actually. Uh, yeah, I'm interested to see. Well, I mean, the nice, the cool thing about it being 3D printed is you can make passageways and, you know, ways for the gas to get here and there that you can't make with a milling procedure so it wouldn't surprise me if it's all just one it says it is possibly it says it is d28 material and next gen unibody construction sounds like it's a one piece to me now does that mean i don't know you could take this a couple of ways unibody meaning you don't have a threaded cap that you can take like the core out or the baffles out because realistically you can print the base, set your baffle stack, you know, have a register for your baffle stack to go in. It can print the rest of your body around it and encapsulate it to where it doesn't come apart. But that doesn't mean that the baffles are polymer either. Yeah. You can inlay your, you know, steel center section in a 3D print. I don't know, because that material obviously has to be really expensive if it's solely polymer, because they're selling them for 600 bucks. Yeah. You're right. Well, I wouldn't say that's the cost is because of the material. I mean, you don't pay $900 for a a regular suppressor because of the material. (laughs) Well, true. Well, you're paying for the uh, the R and D all the time that they got into this thing. Um, JD says they have separate parts that you print. That I've I've seen three pieces. Yeah, um, I assume there's all sorts of different. Because um, I see the muzzle device, like the I would attachment, be- is a separate deal. I don't know as if I would even mess around with, because think about it. Say if you want to print one at home, you have to pay your $200 tax stamp. Have to. Well, you're supposed to. (laughs) Wait for how long? 30 to 60 days um, is generally what they're coming back in lately. Um, And then all of a sudden, you know, you, you finish it, you get it serialized. You go out, and take this sucker out, and shoot it, and kaboom! It blows into a million pieces in the first mag. You know, it's like, well, shit! <laughs> Just wasted a lot of time and money. But you guys got to realize, polymer technology has coming a very, very long way in the last few years. I mean, the military is now using True Velocity's polymer cartridges. Yeah. 
Well, valid. Valid, valid. Yeah. That's true, I guess. I, you know, I, I, I don't know though. I'll, I'll got, I got to see this in action before I, I make a judgment call one way. Or the they other. have. There is something here about the material that says D twenty eight material produced th through proprietary advancements in manufacturing processes and post production enhancements is a reinforced engineered composite designed to withstand extreme temperature variations, impact, and abrasions. It works as an insulator containing heat from permeating through the material and has ability to absorb vibrations. The intrinsic nature of composites makes it possible to dampen noise and therefore reduce the transmission of vibrations. I actually just saw an article yesterday about a polymer that the first polymer that's actually stronger than steel. Um, I didn't read the article, but it was looked like a promising um, tidbit at least. So maybe that's a similar similar polymer to what they're using uh, for this possibly another interesting fact about this is it's a baffleless non-metallic design consisting of a thermal shroud and flash hider mount there you go boy interesting that is interesting i'm gonna have to do some more research on this thing like i've seen a few videos of people shooting with it and like you know it doesn't really get hot and oh shit if you go to their website and click on the about yeah that's where i'm at they've got a video there that kind of shows the i don't know that i would call it baffleless because i'm looking at like their see-through model on their video what definitely appears to be baffles uh, <laughs> i think they're not calling them baffles because it's, it's not your helical pattern not your traditional baffles yeah so, oh, so it's kind of like a monocore helix type deal. Yeah. Well, that's kind of that's how it works because I guess baffles trap air. Yeah. And this and doesn't wanting... this doesn't trap the air. This is pushing the air through it. It's giving a longer longer path to follow out the front where while it's pulling cooler air through the back. Yeah, and the pulling the cooler air through the back is the part that really because like OSS like the OSS helix suppressors those do a really good job at letting the gas come out the front and not like over gassing your gun and, you know, um, making it like cycle really hard. So that getting the gas out the front and not just pile driving into all these baffles is a good design, but this pulling fresh air, you know, and cool air from behind is a, really really smart idea because all of that gas evacuating you know getting pushed out the front is obviously pulling a vacuum from the back side of the can so then it can pull that fresh air in and that inherently is just okay. going to keep it cooler longer is that a so, an original idea i don't know much about i haven't done much research on suppressors are there any regular metal suppressors that use that not that There's i know like of I mean, there's monocore designs, but I've never seen one that's more of a... So basically, if you, if you totally clueless auto suppressors works, I mean, there is a lot of baffles in there, and especially the first few baffles, they take a lot of pressure because all that freaking gas pressure is slammed up against them, and, you know, it creates turbulence keep, Just in keep there. doing that motion. <laughs> <laughs> but if you... If you if you do it like the helical, like they're talking, there's no, there's not, and now I don't want to go like this. <laughs> there's nowhere that it's like really slamming into. It's just 
you know, so maybe yeah, that's a smoother path. Maybe that's how they're getting away with um, with using the, the polymer as opposed to. Well, and I think this, I, you know, we don't, we have a preconceived notion that polymer is weak. We don't know what this proprietary material is. You know, we've never tried to beat the shit out of it with a sledgehammer or get it hot and see how it melts. And, you know, this could be beyond our preconceived notions of polymer. So, yeah. you know, I, and, I, you know, like I said, the OSS Helix, that's got, kind of the same deal of, of spinning the gases and trying to get the gases to come out of the front of the can. But I don't know of anything that pulls fresh air in the back. I think that's a pretty original idea. And it's, I mean, it makes a ton of sense. It makes a ton of sense. It really does. Yeah. I mean, why, why, why haven't been more companies been thinking about how to cool the suppressor as well? Yeah. Cause that's, that's a huge deal in the suppressor world is, like just heat taking the thing off the barrel mirage you know mirage coming off of it for anybody shooting long range stuff you know it gets hot and then you get mirage in front of the scope and uh, it, it really does make a ton of sense and it's a really good idea because like i said when you're pushing all that gas through when you're getting all this exit of of gases that's going to inherently create a vacuum so it will pull fresh air in Absolutely. and the more surface area the more surface area because it looks like that fresh air is going through the same helical chambers that kind of the gases from the gun are going through or a lot you know basically they're spiraling the full length of the body of the can that's a ton of surface area that you can cool down because the more surface area you can push that cool air across, the cooler it's going to get. So cool. that's a super smart idea. I'm 3D printed or not, I'm intrigued by this. I, I definitely am. Yeah. I think it's going to open up a whole other uh, world when it comes to firearms and accessories, though. I Well, 3D printing oh, itself. <laughs> firearms. Oh, yeah. Firearms just... accessories. <laughs> Damn it, Bobby. <laughs> well shit guys we're already 51 minutes in and we've got a couple more topics to go so it's going to be we're not we're powering through we're not going to shut down until we're done because i'm tired of saying we didn't get to this topic tonight <laughs> so does anyone have any final thoughts on this suppressor i'm, I'm watching a video i just kind of let the video play on the side here and dude this thing just doesn't get hot it How is incredible. Like 30 they're, mags and then can you grab it after that? So they are sitting here, not like rapid firing, but the other right. the traditional can is up to 600 degrees in five rounds. Right. This can gets up to 106 degree, 106 degrees in two shots and stays there for the rest of the string of fire. Yes. 106 to like 109. Yeah, it says it gets up this to 90, is, 97 to 120. This shit is crazy. Huh. I'm going to have to do some more research. This thing is blowing my mind right now. <laughs> Johnson's all sorts of excited about it. I am. That's cool. Interesting. Interesting. Oh, Sam's bored with it. 
that's a telltale sign right there. Mm, interesting. Oh, fucking bored. <laughs> no, actually, I was just thinking the, the comment section is pretty quiet tonight. Well, um, we only got Nick came in five viewers. Oh, this is like, oh, yeah. We really died yeah. off. I mean, we've been doing good pretty much the whole time. They got tired of us talking about the suppressor, apparently. We're sorry, guys. Come back. Listen to us. Don't go. <laughs> okay, well, how about we move on to our next topic, the uh, EDC belts that you wanted to talk about, Johnson, and what to look for in them. Yeah, so I'm kind of... Well, everybody should be thinking about this now with the constitutional carry passing. Everybody should be thinking about, you know, okay, now that I don't have to have that pesky permission slip, I'm going to legally carry, concealed carry a pistol. And uh, I basically just kind of wanted to get kind of some feedback on on what people should be looking for. Like, obviously people know, you know, uh, when a, a rigid gun belt, right. Something that's going to support the weight of pistol and holster, but like what, you know, box, you're very into this kind of thing. Um, and I kind of wanted to get your feedback and obviously the viewers feedback, but you know, the four of them, can probably they probably all know more than me about this stuff <laughs> oh you don't but, want my uh, opinion no, dick no <laughs> you hey the fact that you still wear a fucking metal belt buckle on the front of your belt that nobody has done since 2002 tells me that you don't know anything about any kind of belts let alone gun belts so I, hey i have I a gun belt that i wear when i wear my gun you're talking about you're talking about this belt right here, aren't you? Yes. Oh, that bad boy. Yeah. Nobody has worn that kind of metal belt buckle since 2001. He's never even lived on a farm, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan, God. Nathan, we will talk about that probably now in the next episode or next episode about the uh, executive orders, but since we don't have any, since it's not officially coming out tomorrow and we have a lot to talk about tonight, we didn't really want to rant about that for hours on end tonight. I might go yeah. live and rant about it tomorrow. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, go ahead. Johnson. Yeah, so there's like a lot of factors, obviously. So do you want a buckle? Do you want um, like a friction, like D ring style thing? Do you want Velcro? you know, leather, nylon, what are you, there's so many options out there that it's, it, it can, it can be daunting to say, okay, I want a gun belt for concealed carry and then just Google gun belt and you get a absolute galactic ass load of results. And it's, it can be daunting to know where to start. So what does a person look for in a good everyday care like i want to be able to wear this belt every single day obviously you know like if you're going to have dress clothes on that may be a different situation but an everyday carry wear it every day what does the person want personally i'm very stuck on the nylon i've been that's the belt i literally wear every single day 
unless I don't put on pants, <laughs> which lately is a lot of days. But I, I carry, I use an Ox Creek, Ox Creek Tactical, which is just a, a small-time holster maker. Uh, they don't, I don't even think they make these anymore. I bought it a couple years ago. But this is just a nylon, a nylon, bleh, nylon belt. It doesn't even really have a bu- buckle. It just slips in there. And to adjust it, it's got Velcro over here, which is pretty handy. But it's a, a very rigid belt. And, I mean, rigidity is going to be a preference for each and every person. I bought, personally, you guys are going <laughs> to, there's no easy way to word this. I like them super stiff. <laughs> That's literally what I had to check when I was ordering this belt. It was super stiff. There was either stiff or super stiff. And the stiffer, the better to me. <laughs> yeah. Good um, God, man. If but I said that, really, you, guys you like it to made. really stand up. Yeah, exactly. Yep. I like it when it can stand up on its own. Yep. I like it to stay hard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But another thing, Johnson, is there's a lot of like the uh, the cobra buckles. There's something to mm-hmm. a lot of them. They don't even fit underneath your your belt loops. So yeah, some of them you have to take. You have to literally take off the female end of the buckle, and then slide your belt through, and then attach it again. Whereas if you get one that's tiny like this, this whole thing just. I mean, you don't have to slide this side through, but if you have to, it fits. But yeah. This female side just goes right through like Who puts a normal the buckle belt. side through their belt loops? I do every now and then because I sometimes I wear it. When I wear a belt, I wear it off center. I wear my buckle over my left pocket. Yeah. But if I take my gun off every now and then, now and then I'll just slide my belt back over. Yeah. yeah, but one loop. I'm saying who in the morning gets up, puts their pants on, and feeds their belt through their belt loops buckle in first because those people need to be put in prison no they're <laughs> like not okay the cobra cobra buckles they got no no i i, I know what there's saying. a latch on each side yeah and they're just I'm too big about like your kind of belt you said if you wanted to <laughs> you could put the buckle in through well i just told you i do it every now and then just to adjust oh, every now and then man so yeah. By the way, Johnson, I have the same belt as Box does. So yeah, what's up? I've never once seen you in anything other than that stupid fucking ninety-three-year-old <laughs> black leather fucking belt with a lucky chrome belt buckle. That's on. because it's it's my work belt. That you Good usually God. see me when I'm working. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking next time I see you, I'm ripping that thing off of your body, beating you with it, and fucking throwing it in the ditch on my way home. Hey. It's a nice belt. Bite me. Jesus Christ. I'm going to talk to your girlfriend about this and <laughs> talk her into pestering you until you get a fucking haircut that's not a mullet and a new belt. Why don't you let me cut your hair one day, by the way? We need to talk about this later. Back to belt, gun belts. So I've been looking at uh, Blue Alpha uh, EDC belt. So is that warrior poets warrior poet know. he does it he has a belt with them does he yep oh i don't know it's probably the same but anyways this is like so they have like their their big heavy war belt thing right but they have this low profile edc belt it's a inch and a half nylon webbing 
and then to latch it, it's actually just like a, I don't know what the hell they're called, but it's got like the polymer, just like a buckle, like a, you know, like what you would see on a backpack that's got like, you weave it in and out, only it doesn't have the center bar in it. It's literally just a plastic loop. So then, it's uh, it's just like this one, but it doesn't have this. It doesn't instead have instead of instead of the metal. It doesn't yeah, have it's just uh, that. It's just got this this side of it, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's yep. So it's it's just like a it's a super basic belt. It looks like it's real two layers of high quality inch and a half nylon webbing sewn together. Um, it's you know it says allows. Sizing is specific to each pant size, but it gives you extra space for your inside the waistband carry. All made in the USA, lifetime, no questions asked, warranty. Like slim and small and slim polymer buckle and works really well for appendix carry. So I was watching I something war I was watching Warrior Poet about it earlier just to get some more things to talk about, and he was talking about if it's the same belt anyways, I know he has a blue alpha <clears throat> belt, but it did look a little flimsier than, uh, the one I, what I carry. Okay. But I'm, like I said earlier, that's, I mean, it's personal preference. Maybe you like them a little more flaccid than I enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, to me being a bigger guy, doesn't really matter because like my belt isn't for really holding my pants up because i got kind of a large can so my pants kind of just stay up i just need something to support the weight of the gun you know so you'd probably be better off with going something more stiff like this then because the the flimsier it is the tighter you're gonna have to cinch it whereas something like this it just kind of hangs off you yeah. I mean it's not it doesn't even touch the back your so back stiff, it just hangs right <laughs> off there. It doesn't even touch I mean it really only hangs off your hips. Yeah. Which is kind of the point of a, a gun belt. But mm-hmm. I mean yeah, I would if I were you, I would definitely go with a nylon belt or something that is at least uh completely rigid all the way through. As opposed to, I've also got a core essentials here, which is, this is more of a fancy, a fancy belt. It looks like a leather and just a regular leather belt, but it's only got like, I, it must be a Kydex insert, but it's only got a three oh, co- wow. half inch of an insert there. So the top and the bottom of it are flimsy. So it's not near as rigid. And after I wore this every day for a while, my gun just started kind of flopping everywhere, flopping all around because it had worn the top and bottom of it. Yeah. That's just something to consider. Yeah. I mean, I've always had, I've always had a leather belt. So it's, you know, it'd be a a change going to like a nylon belt, but it's, that's kind of the direction I was headed was more nylon, but. I will say that uh, any gun belt pretty much is usually better than a non-gun belt. I mean, like, just like leather belts like I'm wearing right now, you think they're, oh, yeah, that's that's strong enough. It should be good. No, there's a big difference between when you go from just a normal, typical leather belt to an actual gun belt. It does make a 
it does make a big difference. It's a world of difference. You're gonna be, yeah. You're going to be a lot more comfortable with the proper gear than if you're just making do by whatever belt that you're, you happen to be wearing that day. And don't buy into if somebody is trying to market their belt as a gun belt and it's not rigid, don't buy it because it's bullshit. Yeah. I keep seeing this. I, they've stopped marketing so or marketing so much as a gun belt, I think, recently. But it keeps it's the same people that make the polymer or rubber rings, the groove belt, oh, where yeah. it's a flexible and stretchable belt. And they're like, it's perfect for carrying a weapon. Like, no, it's fucking not. That's completely opposite of what you want in a belt. Don't buy that shit. I'm sorry. It's wrong. Michael says next belt. Nice ratchet adjustment. Next belt. <clears throat> Give it a look. I think theirs are kind of like uh, Core Essentials, too. Next belt, ratchet belt. The belt with no holes. Uh, yeah, that's the I, same kind of thing that, that the, the Core Essential has, where it's got a strip on the back of it, where it's kind of a ratcheting action, and then you got a release there where you can just ooh. adjust it. So if you like adjusting your belt a whole lot, that'd be perfect no. for you. Yeah, I don't see. I do. That's I do. That's why I need a different one other than that Ox Creek Tactical, the one that you got, Box. It's it's I can't. It's it's a pain in the ass to adjust it because a lot of you know I don't wear a gun all day. If I'm home, I don't have my gun on me, and then you know you run out, you throw your gun on you, you got to adjust it. It's just I, I, I'm not a huge fan of it. Once you wear it, once you find just the right size, or at least for me, I was I found myself adjusting my most recent one a lot when i first bought it but once i found the right side right size it, i never even touch it it's been the same size for as long as i can remember now mm, that probably has something yeah. to do with wearing it every single day though too i mean if you're not wearing it if you only wear it <laughs> once a week or so then it might feel yeah. a little might feel a little awkward so I'm yeah. looking, I mean, and provided this is on their site, so maybe they delete all the reviews that suck, but. Oh, definitely. <laughs> they're, I mean, like the, they're Titan BD black precise fit gun belt. And this is that next belt that Michael was talking about is it's a nylon. It's a full heavy nylon belt, but it, I don't know. It's got the same ratchet system in it. But this is like a double layer heavy nylon belt. And it's got, I mean, it's got really good reviews. It's 4.9 stars based on 421 reviews. Another thing to look at, make sure it fits through your belt loops. Yeah. Most belt loops are an inch and a half. It's a lot of some belts, though, bigger belts are inch and three quarter. So I think the motto of this, the, the, the moral of the story is, I think it's probably similar to holsters. You're probably going to go through a few, you think, before you find one that you really like. It depends where you start with your first, first one. <laughs> yeah. I think, I I think in, in, in a lot of things, well, maybe I guess everything, I think it's just as you get older, you start, you and as you get more into 
a certain topic, you know, like whether it's holsters, belts, tools, any of that kind of stuff, you start to learn what to look for, what to look out for. And you learn that, you know, I just don't buy cheap shit anymore. Buy I'm going to try once. I'm going to buy a little more quality product, you know, like, you know, with holsters, I can go on Facebook, see 23 ads for we, the people holsters go buy a $40 piece of shit and, you know, really think it's the cat's pajamas for, you know, a year until I get more into it and realize, well, that thing's really kind of a piece of shit. And if I spend a hundred dollars, I can get something really nice. You know? Yeah. I think it's just like, gone, man. just like anything else. I mean, and that's what I mean is I think, I think the more you get into something, you learn more, you know, you're doing more research on it and you, you learn what to look out for, but yep. So, so I should go nylon and as heavy duty, as stiff as possible. Super stiff. You want it nice and stiff. Yeah. You want it fully erect. Mm, okay, <laughs> got it. Um, none of that flaccid shit. <laughs> Duly noted. <laughs> okay, well, um, anything else when it comes to belts, guys? Sam, get rid of yours. Yeah. Mm, fuck you. Throw it away. Just I'm, wear. I'm gonna keep it. Sam, you should just wear. Even if you're not carrying your gun, you should wear that belt every single day for a while, and I bet you would find a, a position where it was comfy. Uh, I guess you like your been, uh, you like your pants like around halfway down your thighs that, though, yeah. so God um, why yeah, yeah why do you even like, wear like being comfortable because if I don't they fall down like showing off his butthole <laughs> do you need an extra hole in your belt for that belt buckle to clip into no I see your ass crack as much as I see your face. <laughs> that is not true. They're on. Okay, if I don't see your ass crack, I'm seeing what color underwear you're wearing and what brand they are on the elastic strap. They're one and the you same, are? Johnson. His ass crack in his crack face. In his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking funny, I know. Okay, well, do we truck right through and move on to uh, don't carry that shit then? Don't carry that shit okay well then here we go folks run the graphic oh that's not gonna play either (laughs) no all right play it everyone oh just a little slow okay i came across (laughs) came across this company called army mag usa and i gotta pull something up on my phone and this is just the worst shit. They have a couple of products. I'm gonna go How ahead. Did you even find this? I see this bullshit on Facebook sometimes. Oh a lot of a lot, a lot of times in my holster groups and stuff. I'm gonna go ahead and read the product description. This is gonna take a little bit. You guys tell me what you think of this. <sighs> Boy. I'm gonna read it exactly as it's written too. So anything I mispronounce, it's how it is. Load and reload your pis- pistol considerable faster than your peers (laughs) easy to use and maintain increases the pistol stability and reduces muzzle rise when shooting as a result of providing key weight increment time out who can tell me what the (laughs) fuck that means (laughs) you're providing key weight increment 
This improves the pistol's handling as well as its grip for maximum control. Ensures exceptional grip and feel during slide movement in all conditions. Ensures extreme operational accuracy. Provides the dominant hand extra grip and protects the magazine during quick change operations. Engineered with an attention to detail and superior ergonomic construction designed by professionals to satisfy all needs. Uh, completely safe and indestructible. The Army Mag is the new standard in reliability, a must-have accessories for all Glock owner. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, I'm just going to pull this up here now, and I, I sent this picture to you guys earlier. Just look at this pile of shit. This isn't even a real photo, for one. What do you mean it's not a real photo? Oh, they just superimposed it on top of that Glock? 100%. For one, look underneath the palm. There's some kind of (laughs) extended... There's like a mag extension there that doesn't fit on that thing. Yeah, I was wondering what that was. And you may or may not notice, that's a 1911 mag that they have put in there. (laughs) And it's not even... Look at the fucking thing. It's like the 1911 mag is like laying down on the table... Oh, 100 It's like not even at the same angle. Every, oh, Jesus. Everything in the picture, aside from the gun and the pistol, are on different planes and different angles. It is just <laughs> the most god-awful shit. So what the f- Hold on. Speaking of that mag base, that is an entirely different That's like firearm. Yeah, I know. That's like a Taurus mag base. Yeah. What the hell is going and on? It, well, it doesn't even... It's not really... So it's not even a mag base. It doesn't even look like I'm not sure what it is, but it doesn't belong on a Glock. I'm going to, you know, that's, <laughs> that's all there is to it. This so, thing costs, they have actually, it's actually on sale for right now from marked down from 99.95 to 49.95. <laughs> You'll never guess that this is manufactured in China. I think their contact says they're in Florida, but somebody left a review and there was a made in China com- or picture or stamp on it. But I, what I, I just don't understand because doesn't this, isn't this like totally fucking illegal? You can't have a foregrip on a pistol. Mm, Not a grip. It's no. a bag holder. <laughs> that's, no, I think that's I their workaround. <laughs> I don't think there's an issue with them on actual pistols unless you add like a stock to it or of some sort. I don't know. I'm pretty sure there is. But nevertheless, how are you going to use this thing? It's angled. It's okay. Right. I did have that thought. That that could be the only fucking workaround. If it was straight vertical, then it would definitely. But in the description here says... Provides the dominant hand extra grip. What is the dominant hand to these people? (laughs) So it's because the little thing comes back towards the front of the pistol, like under the trigger guard. There's like that little fucking brass knuckle loop. Oh, maybe that's what they're talking about. Yeah, it could be. But that just... So I take an already fat Glock grip. And now I put this quarter inch thick piece of plastic a quarter inch away from the grip. So now I get to hold my pistol like this. <laughs> right. <laughs> instead of actually wrapping my hand around it. Right. 
I but, really like how they the the Picatinny rail that they screwed on the side there. They didn't even bother making it straight for the photo. Oh, <laughs> uh, not even crooked. close. What? And what the fuck are you even gonna put? What are you gonna put over there? A light on the side of it? Like, hold on. What the... is is share screen enabled? Oh, thank the Lord. Yeah, I enabled it just for you. Look at this. Look at this superimposed piece of shit. <laughs> they got the. <laughs> <laughs> they got the rail completely cut off. They tried to Photoshop it. And then when they were photos, they just gave up back here. They, ah, <laughs> okay. they nailed cares? it. But let's. Oh my God. Let's pretend that this wasn't a total pile of shit. Oh. They say this must have attachment simplifies the ability of carrying an extra mag at the ready and attached to your Glock for a fast and reliable reload process. How in the fuck are you supposed to carry this? There's no... on you your back in your, hand. In your no. hand. You get Jinko jeans and put it in your pocket. <laughs> uh, so no, no, Sam, front. that doesn't work. Cause it says it eliminates the ability the, or eliminates the inconvenience of carrying extra mags in your pockets <laughs> so you can't carry yeah. it in your pocket well, it doesn't it eliminates the need of you know clip draw extra mag in your pocket you just carry your gun in your pocket the oh, latest the latest addition to your arsenal is designed for the serious user who truly understands the value of smoother draws faster and more effective engagements how does this thing affect your draw in any way other than negatively? It's a good question. <laughs> there good question. is absolutely zero positive things about this, this fucking dumpster fire. I, I don't I think it's cool. I don't shut up, Sam. <laughs> 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 it's fucking dumb. And, and you're so. Ah, go ahead. When you when you go to their website, it's like it says based in USA. I love how it's not even like made in USA. Nothing based in USA. Oh, and yeah. then you go to like the Army Mag US. Like you click on the first little thing on like the shop now or whatever. And it's like there's this huge fucking bald eagle army mag USA based in USA for Americans. The, you can tell there's it's a Chinese company that bought a fucking address in fucking Florida. 100 percent. This piece of shit sells it in the fucking US and says we're based in USA or the motherfuckers in USA, China. Right. I don't fucking know. Even the name screams foreigner trying to come up with something that sounds patriotic let's um yeah. army uh usa and then throw yeah, yeah because, mag yeah, because the army uses shit like this <laughs> right i <laughs> there's they have another product that i want to talk about again in a future episode because it's equally as fucking dog shit as this yeah I, I, I just i'm speechless it's so I know I've ranted a lot, so I'm not really speechless, but <laughs> it's just so terrible. I don't know what more to say about it. Just don't, I, I can't even say don't carry that shit because you couldn't carry this shit. Just don't buy it. It's, it's straight garbage. It's terrible. If you want to laugh at it, go to armymagusa.com. It's 
won 100% dumpster fire. Oh, so and it actually does make your grip. I guess I didn't notice it does make your grip the grip wider, doesn't it? That that's completely that's what I'm saying. And it's like it doesn't even touch the pistol grip, like it's spaced away from the actual. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. And then the the bottom super secure. The bottom of it, the bottom corner that's closest to the the your grip, that's angled. So you your pinky would probably either be smashed. You have four fingers smashed in that little ring thing, or your pinky is just kind of hanging out, doing nothing, like a Jesus. like you're drinking tea. Dude, pretty this awesome. Thing is miserable. Yep. Don't carry that shit. Don't buy that shit. I'd be willing to bet some airsoft commandos bought some. Yeah, I don't even know. Probably those poor bastards. They probably did, but they even they probably realized it was a dumpster fire when they put got their hands on it. Somebody's uh, buying it. Sam just ordered it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe you guys want to pitch in money and we we'll order it. We'll do a review on it for you guys. I don't want to give these. Comments. <laughs> fucks any money ah you're right they're, they're <laughs> fucking china aren't they yeah i mean if it was some dumbasses in the united actually like if i felt half-ass confident that it was actually americans maybe they don't even not it, at all it's not even based in they bought a fucking office space in Miami, and then they have a telephone sitting in there, and they have yeah. the calls routed from that telephone over to China. They don't even have exactly. anybody in the United States. Exactly. No, they just, they just found some dude living in Miami, called him up and be like, hey, you want to work for Army Mag USA? Yeah, sure. Okay, you get $4 a day. You're now the uh, CEO. Okay, cool. No, they, dude, there is 100%. They know somebody that Box is probably right. They probably rented an, rent an office. Probably or, not even an office. This is, it's a storage garage. Or a fucking Airbnb that they just talked some guy into, hey, you should get a second phone line for your Airbnb. Boom, that phone line is ours. Could be. Oh, Jesus. Uh, okay. Well, we've got that out of the way. That was that was that was fun. Just don't don't try and carry that shit, people. Oh, that was painful. Don't smoke crap. <laughs> Which brings me to my next one. Don't (laughs) smoke Parmesan cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, that's all we have tonight. So I think we're going to go ahead and call it. Um, It's been a long episode, but we actually got through all of our planned topics tonight. So thank you to the few that actually have stuck around the entire entire time and uh thank you to the guys we had a lot of people on here uh early on thank you to everyone who had stopped by uh if you're listening to this after the fact we do this live on facebook every other wednesday night and uh if you're not aware we are on all almost all major podcast providers we also have a youtube channel we are on Facebook. We have Instagram. Uh, be sure to check out our sponsors, Shyworks at Shyworks.com. They are also on uh, Facebook Thanks, and Instagram, as well as Ballistic Imagery, who is also on uh, Facebook and Instagram. And also you can find them at BallisticImagery.com for all of your photography and videography needs. 
And uh, yeah. be sure, if you like what we do here, be sure to share us with your friends and your family or whoever you think might enjoy this kind of shit. We just like to, we like to have fun. We like to bullshit. And that's kind of what we try to we do like here. We like to talk to you guys. We like to talk to you guys. So all you guys, you know, we like to see you in the comments. We like to see you having a conversation with us. That's why we do these live instead of just doing the in-studio podcast. Um, we like to do these live because we like to talk to you guys. Um, so always remember to bleep bloop down there in the comment box and let us know how stupid we are or, you know, if you think Sam looks funny or if Box says something funny, you know, tell us all those things. We like to hear from you guys. And we honestly, we like to hear your opinions on some of the topics that we talk about. You know, like sometimes we might just be crazy and we need you guys to tell us that. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. That's uh, that's all we have for you tonight. Thanks for listening. Uh, we're supposed to give away some stickers, but there was only three people that okay. actually that they had just previously won um, shortly before. So, so nobody gets guys, stickers. You know. No, 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 no stickers for you. No stickers for you. Jeez. Wow, that was aggressive. That was you violent. cut out your, your audio. Cut out real bad there. Gladly made it to the show. <laughs> okay, that's all we have for you, folks. Thanks for watching. Uh, we are doing this again next week since we are making up for last week. So we will have Gears and Beers two weeks in a row. The uh, next one will be April 14th. Yes. At 8.30 p.m. Central Time on Facebook on the Life Short Live Free Facebook page. Be sure to check us out there. Thank you for watching. Sam, take us away. Yep. See you in two weeks, and until we talk to you then, remember, life short, live free. God bless, and God bless the United States of America. I literally just said next week. Oh, yeah, <laughs> next week. We'll see you next week. I wasn't paying attention like you pulled last time. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs>